Hello and welcome back to Sometimes We Chat, the podcast where we catch up from our homes in Queensland and Victoria. You're joined as always by myself, Elise, and my sister, Kiri. Hi. Hello. Hello. How was your week, Kiri? Uh, my week. Yeah, it was good. Just same as always, really. <laughs> um, not really much to report. How was your week? And tell me, did you get the tickets? My week was good. We've been um, busy up here. We had visitors stay with us last week and Daniel's just gone to the airport to pick up someone else who's staying with us for the next week. So we have lots of guests at the moment, which is fun, um, but also exhausting because I'm um, managing like new job and lots of guests, but yeah, lots of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. The most exciting update I have for you this week is, yes, I got Taylor Swift tickets. Okay, tell me everything. How did it happen? How did you do it? (laughs) Looking back on, uh, listening back on our episode the other week when I was editing it and I was saying, oh, you know, maybe I'll, maybe Daniel and I will both get through and I'll go twice. Like looking back at that now, I just thought, who was I kidding? Like I was never going to get through twice. So it was super stressful um, the morning that the tickets were released on the Wednesday I like got up early and like wrote down my code that I needed to like, you know, get through to the pre-sale. I had my bank card all ready to go. I transferred like so much money onto it just in case I had to buy a VIP ticket. (laughs) Um, So I was all ready to go. And then at work, or then when I was driving to work, I called Daniel and I said, have you got your code ready? Like, is your card ready? Do you have enough money? Because he was going to try as well. And then when 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock rolled around, whatever time tickets opened up at work I had my phone going and I couldn't even get into the Ticketek app so I was like oh this is not looking good so I tried the just the web browser and then Daniel was trying the same on his end he was in Sydney at work and I texted him like five minutes before it opened I said are you ready like are you on the app like are you ready to go and he's like yeah I'm trying on my phone and I was like no you have to open your computer like try on your computer (laughs) anyway he somehow amazingly I have no idea how he did this because looking at just like the mayhem that it was online um he got through 25 minutes and got four tickets to a Sydney show so I just could not believe it I was sitting in the office just like like no one in my work was going for Taylor Swift tickets like it just was on no one's radar except for me and I was just sitting in the office on my own just like being like so excited but had no one to share the excitement with oh so I I couldn't believe it. Daniel and I were just saying like we feel like we've we're holding like like the golden ticket or something to like Willy Wonka's land or whatever it is, you know, like because so many people wanted tickets. And for him to get through and get four, like in the last episode, I was being like, no, no, we'll just try and get two. Even the morning of, I said to Daniel, I was like, if you get through, like just get me one. Like one is plenty. Like I'll just go on my own. That's fine. Um, so when he yeah. said he got four, I just yeah, couldn't believe it. That's so good. How long did you say it took him? Five minutes? Is that what you said? 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. And so you didn't have any luck? No, I didn't have any luck. So after that, I just like closed my phone. I like went for a walk around the office because I was just like, <laughs> I'm just so happy. And then um, <laughs> on the Friday when the actual like um, release came out, not the pre-sale, I w- wasn't working that day. So I just had my laptop open for both the Sydney and Melbourne ones. Um, I don't really know why. I just wanted to see if I would have got through if we didn't get through and yeah, nothing. I had them going for hours and nothing went through. Really? So. Yeah. Really? 
it was insane. Like looking online at all the news articles, like the amount of people that were queuing to get tickets yeah. was just crazy. I sort of thought like if you waited long enough, like you would eventually get in, but obviously not. No, I think it was just like random selection. The lucky one got through. Yeah, Daniel and I were like, we were like, do we want to tell people? Because he was in the office and lots of people at his office were trying to get them. So he said he felt like a bit like a celebrity that got through and was like the only one who got through. I've hardly heard of anyone else who's got tickets. So he's definitely in the good books. How much? So how much were the tickets? Did you get like really expensive ones? They were pretty expensive, not the most expensive. They're sea reserves. So I think they were $230 each. Yeah. Wow. So it's like two, four, six, eight, like what, $900 that you can just dropped on a casual Tuesday morning. <laughs> You're welcome, Taylor. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but what I really like about the the seats is that when we went to Harry together at the start of the year, we couldn't see anything because we were on the floor right at the back. Um, so these mm-hmm. seats are actually up um, a little bit higher like up on like the curve of the stadium. So we'll actually be able to Uh, stand up and look down and see what's going on. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Have you booked accommodation? Because I heard someone saying that um, they've got tickets to the Melbourne show, but there's no accommodation. No, I had a look and there was just like nothing. So I don't know. I'm just I'm going to just work out what to do. I don't know if maybe like more will get released or like there'll be more things that pop up closer to the date or we might have to find the caravan park. Yeah, well, that's what I said because we could drive from um, Brisbane anyway and make a bit of a road trip of it. So, mm. you know, we'll sort it out. But yeah, we were like thinking, who do we know in Sydney that we can stay with? Because yeah, gonna be a bit crazy. And I think that Blink One Eight Two is playing, or Blink One Eighty Two is playing at this on the same night next at the venue next door. So it's just gonna be like crazy oh really I didn't know that wow okay yeah so good luck to us getting out of the stadium because I know how awful that was when we left Harry yeah but that's the that stadium's designed badly so the one in Melbourne but so hopefully the one in Sydney's not not like that yeah yeah I'm so excited speak now tv came out on Friday I have my friend here who's also a Taylor Swift fan so we um forced our partners to listen to speak now tv and we're singing along and you know, pointing out all the things that sounded different in the new re-records. So, yeah, it was a good week. <laughs> nice. nice. Good. Well, I'm glad you got your tickets. We're excited for February 20-something. 2024. I no, think like us- it's February 20th-something though, right? It's like end of Feb next year. Yeah, I can't remember. Actually, I think it's almost exactly a year after we saw Harry, something like that. Really? Wow, was that February? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. all right cool um so have you tried threads no I've seen that floating around are you on it no but I didn't do twitter I didn't do tiktok <laughs> maybe maybe I should do threads I don't know <laughs> it seems to be like actually like a lot of people are joining it, but I, I can't work out if it's just the people that are verified that are joining and are like being promoted to join it or if just everyday people are also joining. Uh, yeah, good point, actually. My understanding is that because it's uh, linked with your Facebook slash Instagram, when you join threads, you already have all your 
friends and your followers from Instagram slash Facebook, like who also have oh. threads. So yeah. that's why it's taken off because as soon as you sign up, you already have a list oh. of people. Like you don't have to like start from nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I've seen people share like their old Facebook posts from like, you know, like 2010. So I think that oh. it's obviously it's obviously linked with your Facebook slash, slash Twitter. So there's already like all your data there, your past posts, your friends, like so I think that's why it's um taken off so quickly. Oh, no, I didn't realize that. I just have been seeing online that it's a clone of Twitter, but it sounds a bit more personal. Yeah, I don't really know how to differentiate it from Twitter, but I'm pretty sure yeah, Twitter is based on my very little understanding of Twitter and this one tech podcast that I listen to. Yeah. Uh yeah, Twitter is Twitter Twitter is no more. <laughs> Thanks to Elon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So threads it is. Yeah, okay, well, maybe I'll give it a whirl and I'll report back next week. Yeah, well, actually, I wanted to chat to you about social media this week. Um, mm-hmm. As you know, I've done on and off breaks with social media over the last year mm-hmm. or so. Um, with last year, mm-hmm. I took the last week of every month off social media, so I think it counted up to be like three months off social media but just when you add up that last week of every month and then at the start of the year I took the whole of January of social media I think I watched a little bit of YouTube but I just was really selective on who I watched um, but had no Mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram because I know we've talked about social media a lot a lot offline before um, and I wanted to just have a bit of a chat and um, yeah, I was wondering where you're at with social media usage at the moment because I know we always go back and forth talking about how we mm. try to limit our use. Um, so YouTube is a – well, I don't really have time to watch YouTube. Like if I had more time, I would watch way more YouTube. Yeah. Um, so pretty much I don't really have an issue with YouTube. Like I just watch it when I can. <laughs> yeah. And I have like four or five people who I love to follow. Um, so YouTube's just like a – free for all like this I don't restrict the YouTube at all it's just my life restricts YouTube so when I have time I watch yep. it um Facebook I don't use at all like I'll check maybe like once a fortnight like mm. if I think of it but um I don't know my password it's only saved on <laughs> my laptop so I sort of have to like really think about it like I really have to like even put an effort if there's something that I want to check don't say that online <laughs> someone can hack you can they? I don't know if they get into your computer, maybe. But I'm always looking for the worst case scenario. Surely so. they would know that you, everyone logs to Facebook on the other. Anyway, <laughs> um, Instagram though is the thing that I struggled with. So mm-hmm. at the start of the year, I actually got a second phone, um, which is my Instagram phone. So on my everyday phone, I don't have Instagram. On my Instagram phone, I have Instagram. So, like, say, for example, like, I don't take my Instagram phone to work. Um, it's just an old iPhone. Mm-hmm. I don't have it in the lounge room. I have it in my um, my study slash yoga room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try and only check it um, in the second half of the week because that's when I'm teaching yoga and when I like to promote my yoga. Yeah. Um but having said that, like, like I do occasionally like check it in the first half of the week, mm-hmm. but I just get really annoyed at myself because I f- can feel myself like being sucked into the hole, and especially when Peppa's around, like I just I hate 
how I get sucked into the hole and yeah. she will we'd be like talking to me and I'll completely miss it. Like I mm. hate that. Mm. So that was sort of like my main reason for having an Instagram phone because I want Instagram for my for my uh like my business like my yoga business and like podcasting and stuff. But I need I have to have that boundary of a second phone because otherwise I just get sucked in every time, yeah. all the time. And I hate it. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What are you doing? Yeah, I completely agree. Instagram just is that one that I could just scroll and scroll and scroll. Even when I've like have seen it all, you know, it just keeps feeding yes. me more and more things. It really is a whole. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I have this conflict where sometimes I get really like I like to be really creative on my Instagram. Or, or not necessarily, mm. creative, but I like to share like funny stories and or like a little series of photos that of like things that I've done in the past previous month and put like a funny song to it or something like that. Um, mm. But really, that's so rare. Like generally, I'm just a silent user on there scrolling through I've decided for the next month that I'm <laughs> going to take um, a month off Instagram again um I'll for like the rest of yeah okay sorry keep yeah going. yeah for, from like now until well tomorrow the 12th Four weeks. 12th of July till the 12th of August um off Instagram yep. the only issue that I have with that is now I have a new friendship group and we only talk on Instagram so what I've done is I've mm. um, normally I have all notifications for every single social media platform turned off all the time. I have for years. I've just never had notifications. Mm, same. On. Yeah. Same. So what I did just before we um, jumped on the podcast was I went through and altered the notification settings. So I just receive notifications when that group messages or when someone messages me on Instagram. So I can still stay on the loop. Mm. In the loop. Yeah. Um, I'll keep Facebook because. Same as you, I hardly ever use it. My main use for Facebook is that that's where I connect with my dance group. All the updates are on there. That's what everyone talks. So I kind of need it for that. Um, And with YouTube, Mm -hmm. recently I've um, really cut back on who I watch and I've started to really unfollow, I guess, your typical kind of influencer who just portrays their everyday life, which is super unrealistic and kind of boring when you peel it back and really look at what they're doing like they're just Mm -hmm. like you know doing nothing really um yeah so I've um slowly started to disengage with them and just chosen yeah YouTube videos that I really enjoy um that are sort of run by people who have like another business or a second purpose or pushing a message or something like that um and that's my Mm. form of tv I don't watch any other tv except for Mm-hmm. really so yeah mm-hmm. that, that's my update I think I'm gonna do all right a month, so a month off, off. the other thing the only thing with Instagram though is like I do find it quite um inspiring in a mm-hmm. sense inspiring is probably too strong of a word mm-hmm. but I do find it um useful for like my yoga stuff like because there's a lot of like yoga like whether it's themes for classes or there's a heap of yoga instagrams like like creative sequencing like different sequencing sequencing ideas in classes so um i really enjoy following like certain yoga accounts which i find like super helpful and just super interesting and it's probably similar to you with like the creativity side of things. Like you like to be inspired yeah. and you like to like see what people are doing. Yeah. But then it's just such a fine line of like being inspired and being sucked into 
nothingness for an hour, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, that's the thing because when I took a break in January, I loved it. Like, you know, I, of course the first like week or two was a bit like hard and I had FOMO and I felt like I wasn't connecting with my friends. So then I decided to go back on in February. But when I went on, I was like, none of my friends ever post on here. The only time my friends post is when they're overseas on holidays. I mean, like mm. they're not posting every day. So I'm just watching like people I don't mm. even know's story just over and over again. And mm. yeah, so I went back on Instagram for the fact that I felt so disconnected from my friends being so far away. Well, feels like a long way up in Brisbane. But then, yeah, when I went back on, I just filled the void with people who weren't actually even my friends. Like, you know, I was like lying to myself, mm. saying, I'm on it to connect with my friends. But really, no one's posting. Mm. On no. Yeah, well, I very, like, I very rarely post on Instagram, like on my personal Instagram. Like, it would have been like at least maybe once every two months I'll post on there. Like, um, but I'm on it all the time. Like, I'm there. You might not think I'm there, but I'm always on it. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's hard because I do really enjoy it, though. But then I'm like, is that just the addiction or? Well, it's their design. It's designed to be addictive, you know. Actually, mm. I listened to a podcast and they said, "I don't know how to do this. I haven't had time to look into it." But you, apparently, you can turn your phone into like black and white, like grayscale, like as if like you're watching a black and white TV. Oh. And apparently, without the color, the phone, your phone, like to your brain, is so much less interesting. Yeah. So you spend way less time on it. Yeah, because it's like the colors, like you know, like. It's, I guess it's something to do with like the psychology of like being in a casino or like, you know, the lights, the colours, like your brain is like drawn to them. Yeah. And that's sort of like how they play on that like a dopamine hit, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I thought that definitely. was really interesting. I never heard that before. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, good luck with your four weeks. We'll check in weekly <laughs> and see how you're going. How is your uh, new friendship group going from your friend date? Afternoon? Yeah. Really good, actually. I actually hung out with them on the weekend. Um, oh, nice. What'd you do? We went around to one of the girls' houses and did a cocktail and taco night. So we all oh. um, chose a cocktail to bring. Um, there was a theme, mm-hmm. although I wasn't there when they planned this event. I just kind of rocked up, not really knowing what was going on. Yeah. So I didn't really realized there was a theme. Um, uh-huh. But they're all so lovely. Um, and, yeah, so then one girl who was hosting made the tacos and then there was five of us who made cocktails. So, And everyone brought a different one, which was fun. What did you bring? Oh, mine was the worst one. I, I didn't really know what was going on. So I just took um, a pre-mixed, like, margarita-flavoured yeah. bottle and then just brought tequila yeah. with me, um, which I love yeah. tequila, but I forget that other people don't really like tequila. <laughs> Um, but it was yeah. the last one, so everyone was pretty sloshed by then anyway, so that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was a bit random because they'd all organised it last time when they'd caught up and just messaged in the group, like, you know, confirming all the details, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> so I just kind of yeah. rocked up, but, yeah, everyone there was really yeah. nice. What else have you been up to? What else has happened? So last week during my planning for my yoga class, I didn't know what I wanted to teach. I couldn't think of anything. Normally I have sort of something brewing in the back back of my mind that I want to speak about in class and often I don't know what it often I have like sort of a a hazy idea and then when I'm actually on the mat and when it actually comes to the start of class like 
amazingly just like words come out my mouth of, <laughs> of like what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Last week I didn't really have anything to talk about. So I thought, okay, well, let's go to the eight limbs of yoga because we'd been talking about it last week. Um, and let's see what they could give me. So I thought, because you mentioned that you would like to learn about the eight limbs of yoga, I thought maybe I could mm-hmm. each week go through one of the eight limbs. Yeah, perfect. I'll briefly run through the eight. Yep. Um, very briefly because there is eight. So the first one, the first is yamas, and the yamas are um, like restraints. Uh, so there's ahimsa, nonviolence, satya, truthfulness, asteya, non-stealing, brahmachara, non-excess, and aparigra, non-greed. They're pretty mm. self-explanatory, mm. Um, but I can go into further detail in the future if you'd like. Uh, then there's niyamas, which are like observances. Uh, so they are sokcha, uh, which is purity, santosha, which is contentment, tapas, self-discipline, svadhaya, self-study, and ishvara pranidhanhana, <laughs> which is surrender. So they're the, they're the first two. So yamas, restraints, mm-hmm. niyamas, observances. Then the third limb is asana, which is your postures, um, how you imagine a yoga class essentially. Mm-hmm. And you have pranayama, which is your breath control or your breath work. Mm-hmm. Then you have prachahara, withdrawal of the senses, which we spoke about last week. Yeah. Then there's uh, dharana, which is concentration. Excuse my pronunciation, but there's dharana, which is concentration, and there's dhyana, which is meditation. And then the last one is is sumadhi or pure contentment or like enlightenment sort of, I guess, when you, um, yeah, like enlightenment, like sort of in meditation when you sort of really drop in um, mm-hmm. and you have that feeling of enlightenment. Um, yep. That's that's sumadhi. So the topic that I went with last week was one of the niyamas, so one of the observances, um, which is self-study, svadhaya. That was that's one of the niyamas, one of the observances. Yep. So svadhaya, self-study. So sva in Sanskrit means self, and adhaya means in Sanskrit means study or um, lesson or lecture. Um, so svadhaya translates to self-study. Mm-hmm. So the way that I sort of brought it into our class was you know, using this class to check in, like like mm. check in with your, yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Like can you use this hour to self-study, to really study how you feel, how you mm. are. And on the mat um, during this practice, I want you to modify your physical postures like as you see fit. And sort of because I like to have my classes, what we what we practice on the mat is also a reflection of what is is sort of how we can live our lives off the mat. So while you're making these modifications during your physical practice, how can this translate to your everyday life off the mat? Where do you need to modify in your everyday? Where do you mm-hmm. need to make changes to your 
everyday life you know how can you use this self-study to check in with yourself not only physically not only mentally on the mat but how can you check in with what's going on off the mat and where can you modify where you need to add where you need to subtract where you need to slow so that's sort of that's for the higher that's self-study self-study for the higher can is also um you know studying yogic texts or yogic philosophy Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it is also that um, I guess, homework side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but more importantly, I think it's that study of self, which, um, yeah, I just I just really love yoga. So that, <laughs> that's uh, Svadhaya, one of the niyamas of the eight limbs of yoga. Yeah, that's really interesting. I actually was quite um, interested to hear what they all were. And when you were walk- talking through them, I was quite surprised at, at some of them. Um, I don't know what I was expecting, but they, with the self-study one as well, I really like your approach to that because I think that a lot of the time when I go to yoga and when people go to yoga, sometimes it's the only opportunity where you're not distracted. You're not distracting yourself with anything else. Like, for example, if you go for a walk, generally you're listening to a podcast or music and distracting yourself mm. from your own thoughts where in mm-hmm. yoga that is like mm-hmm. a dedicated time where you can't be distracted because you need to be listening to what the instructor's telling you but then at the same time you're so hyper mm. of how you're feeling in that moment when you're holding a pose mm-hmm. um yeah so that really yeah. ties in really nicely i really like um the way that you approach mm. that one yeah the eight limbs they um there's a lot there there's a lot there and that's only the very very beginning of of, of yogic philosophy so um, I'm sure that my pronunciation pronunciation of some of them could do <laughs> with some work, um, but that's the self study that you know I have to do. Um, it's it's a huge huge area um, mm. of of um, of research, but um, that's why I'm excited that I've got my whole life to do it. Really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's such a that's a great idea, great thing to theme the classes on as well. Do you think that you'll keep going? like over the next eight weeks or just space them out? No, I think now that I've started, um, I probably will give more of an overview of the eight limbs. I sort of just briefly mentioned it in last week's classes. Yeah, I think I will dive a little bit deeper um, mm. within my within my classes. Um, mm-hmm. I think my students are ready for it. Yeah. Oh, that sounds mm-hmm. really nice. I want to come to a class. <laughs> All right. Anything else to uh, catch up on about this week? No, I think that's it for me. Just... Same old. Can't believe it's the middle of the year. I'm sorry to say that, but like, I, I'm just thinking about this class that I, this yoga class I went to, and the te- the teacher said she's like, um, you know, people will start saying like, I can't believe it's halfway through a year, and you know, time moves fast. And she said, well, time always moves fast. Like, you need to take responsibility for, for like being here now, I mm-hmm. guess, and like mm-hmm. not letting time just run away on you. Just mm-hmm. made me think of that, and I was just like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like time, time does always, it's always going to go fast. Yeah. You know, your, your responsibility to like slow down and be here now. And yeah, Ross Darm, be here now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Sometimes We Chat. We'll be back in your feeds shortly. Um, in the meantime, you can find us at Sometimes We Chat on Instagram. We'd love to see you there. Bye. 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 <laughs>